0: I just want to reiterate that that feeling after that lip sync was like game seven of the 2011 Stanley Cup Finals for me.
1: Oh, that's dramatic.
0: No. (laughs) It was terrible, Chandler. My heart was ripped out of my chest. (laughs) Okay.
2: Hello, hello, hello again, everyone, and welcome to the Too Hot for Hockey podcast. My name is Katie, and tonight I'm joined by Maha, Nikki, and Chandler, as well as our special guest, Josh. Hi, Josh.
3: Hey guys! Thanks so much for having me. It's uh, I'm really excited to be here. I finally have a platform to talk to race. <laughs> Welcome.
2: Um, we're very happy to have you. Just <laughs> like tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs>
3: uh, for sure. Uh, I live in Toronto. I'm an actor. I'm currently working in a uh, restaurant business that's kind of uh you know up in the air right now with everything that's going on in the world but um yeah as well as acting acting is also up in the air because who knows what's going on in the world with that uh but yeah no um watching drag race every week that's keeping me going so uh yeah that's me
2: well welcome to the pod (laughs) um last week we had our snatch game episode and since you weren't on um i was just hoping to get your thoughts what did you think about last week
3: um, I think it's, I mean, last week confirmed that it's, it's a got, got competition to lose. Like it's like, she's, she controlled that entire snatch game. Her Paris Hilton was just flawless. Um, yeah, no, uh, it's usually the, the comedy Queens that tend to struggle in the snatch game. I really thought like the entire season Utica was leading up to this whole, like, oh, I have so much potential to bring to the table when someone actually gives me the chance to do so. And then, you know, she kind of got the chance to do so and she completely like I mean she ended up eating paint. So that's how that went. <laughs> um yeah, no, it was uh Snatch Game is, is the episode that everyone looks forward to in a season, right? So that's that's the the one that you need to tune into, um, if nothing else. Um it was yeah, it's it's got mixed competition right now for me.
2: Yeah, I'd say that's a fair, fair opinion. The way the judges go with her, for sure. Um, Nikki, what do you think?
0: I thought that it. There was a lot of people who disappointed me. I didn't think that there was a lot that were that great. Um, I cannot express to you how much Utica annoyed me, like. <laughs> I had such bad secondhand embarrassment when she started eating the paint. I was like, oh no, why are you doing that? Also the whole, her wig or her wig, like he's a white dude who has an Afro. Like that's okay. You don't need to put a bunch of squirrels together to make a wig. Um, Yeah, I I agree with Josh. I think it's pretty much got mixed competition at this point to lose. Her Paris Hilton was flawless, but I want to give runner up to Simone. I thought her Harriet Tubman was fantastic. And I was worried because I'm like, okay, how are you going to make this funny while also not being like disrespectful? She nailed it. It was fantastic.
2: Yeah, definitely a highlight of the week for sure. Um, so are you ready to jump into this week's episode? Sure. Do it. Okay. So uh, we come in after the last judging and the girls sit down and start discussing Simone's outfit, which for all of us last week was a major highlight. Um, Nikki, what did you think about it? I loved it. Eve, like when she came out in it, I my breath was taken away. I was like,
0: oh, Simone, like you are an angel. And then as soon as she turned around, I was just like, okay, wow. Like it it was so simple, but yet it like had such an impact. And I really love how she uses this platform for that. Like she uses it to get the message across, you know, say something. And I really appreciate that about her. And um, yeah, I loved it.
2: Josh, what did you think? Any thoughts?
3: I was, like i was speechless it was just i mean drag race in and of itself is a statement to begin with but um like to take it to that level is just i mean like we all heard rue thank her right after like thank you for bringing that to the runway because it was so important and for the for all the queens to talk about how important it was afterwards just shows you that it was um how powerful it was to bring that to the runway
2: definitely for sure Um, In this intro, the girls also congratulate Gottmik on her win, and we get a little talking head from Denali about how she's feeling confident, and so that left me with a bit of a good feeling at the start of this episode, (laughs) Um, but as we know, that goes uh, downhill fast. Um, After the intro, the girls come into the workroom, and Rue tells them that they're going to be seeing a psychic today instead of doing a mini-challenge um they cheesily magic them into the runway with on some couches while talking to the psychic she brings up some things about the girls that appear to be true i don't know about you chan but i felt this was pretty produced um i don't think there's any way she comes up with the name of utica's cow (laughs) here's the
1: thing like you guys know me i watch a lot of real housewives and there's always an episode with a psychic or a medium or whatever and it's always just so uncomfortable to watch. It's like, what is the point of this? Like, it's so irrelevant. It was, it was bad. Didn't
2: need it. Um, and then she brings up the connection between Denali and Rosé and all the girls are like gagged. Um, she asks if they have a crush on each other and Denali's like a little, Rosé's like, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> Yeah. maha did you
4: have any thoughts on that i just thought it was sweet i didn't know rose had a boyfriend but like i ship it for sure rose has a really
0: cute boyfriend and he's a nurse
4: Rose's really cute so i like- know
0: they're a beautiful couple it's ridiculous it's not even fair <laughs>
1: <laughs> good for her
4: yeah
0: but I think that they should like also include Denali in that relationship. Then it will just be super hotness. Is this
4: like another Jerry Berry? Throuple? Yeah.
2: Trupple. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Yuck. I'm here for it.
2: Um, she opens the floor to questions uh, from the girls and they ask about final four and possibly a winner. And oh, all of a sudden she's dodging questions and poof, they're back in the workroom. Um, Rue tells them that the psychic is going to tie into this week's maxi challenge. Um, The girls are paired based on the psychic's feelings about who they could learn something something from. And they learn that this is the makeover challenge because they can't bring anyone new into the environment right now. Uh, Rose and Tina get paired up. Gottmik and Candy get paired up. It's Olivia and Nolly together and then Utica and Simone. Uh, Josh, what were your initial thoughts on the pairings?
3: Uh, my initial thoughts were I, I liked the fact that it was going to be a challenge for basically everyone. Um, there was no two people that were that were similar. Um, yeah, no. It, even like in terms of like height, mannerisms, like they were. There was going to be there was going to be a challenge either way for anyone. I almost wish I'm, I don't mean like we'll talk about this later, but I almost wish they were judged individually. Um, at the end of it and when i saw the pairings and i knew that they weren't going to be judged individually i started feeling real like i had that you know feeling in my stomach that what i thought was going to happen um, and it did end up happening unfortunately it
2: also doesn't help that our group chat freaked out as soon as uh, they... i'm sorry i was <laughs> not being quiet about that
1: <laughs> i luckily that was like... Like... Like, like an oh my god and I just closed everything. I was like, I can't do this
0: right now. My world was turned upside down.
4: I wasn't gonna be quiet. That's I fair. sat in my room like dark alone for like half an hour. I actually like had to not talk because
0: I was gonna cry when I started talking. Oh, oh. But anyways. Uh,
2: okay um so they get some time together and they move on to the runway trying to teach each other how to walk their mannerisms um chan did you have any worries for anyone at this point were you surprised by anyone i
1: loved watching rose and tina together i could have watched that for the entire episode i think their banter and their back and forth is so fun i thought both of them did such a good job of imitating each other and their practice was just so fun to watch so i originally had been really nervous about them together because they kind of hinted that they didn't like each other at the start and there was going to be like a huge rivalry and i was like this is all made up like you're both getting along very well Um, So that was really cute to watch. I was very surprised at how well Utica did at imitating Simone. I did not expect that from her. So that was a fun surprise.
4: I just want to echo everything that Chandler said. Like, I thought they worked really well together. And um, I don't know, I think Rosé could make anyone over. I just love Rosé, so... (laughs)
2: I think Rosé made a good point too and she said they're both actresses and Mm -hmm. this was like a role for them I think that was a really good way of looking at it
1: yeah they just looked like they were having so much fun too like it was cute
4: yeah it helps that they like knew each other from New York I think yeah and like know each other's personalities and sort of can play into that and really amplify it
3: I like the fact that they were making fun of each other as they were going yeah like yeah every dance move that rose had um you know everything she had to emphasize you know to try and get the tina burner effect tina burner would just call her out on it right away yeah yeah
4: it was good yeah it was funny when Rose's like i don't want to stomp down the runway but i guess i'll have to
1: (laughs) (laughs) she's such a shady bitch i love her
4: they're both being shady which was nice
2: like it's fun when you can throw it back and forth with each other too and like they get that it's just like all in good fun right yeah did anyone else
0: laugh a lot watching Simone try to figure out Utica's drag
1: (laughs) (laughs) interpretive dance yeah
0: bless her heart I I started like getting an anxiety attack when Simone put on the like the sheet thing that's like super tight and she was like moving she's like I can't move and I was like oh (laughs) like that's too much but um Yeah, I loved watching that unfold and how she finally kind of got Utica's drag,
4: because I certainly don't get it, so I'm glad she did. Listening to Utica, like, explain, she was like, this is your skin, and like, morphs, and I was like, what are you even talking about?
3: Yeah, that happened in the workroom, and everyone kind of looked over at that same point and was like, what is happening over there? Yeah. What are you trying to do? Uh.
2: Uh, yeah it was uh it took me a while I had to go back and watch again and I'm like I wasn't quite sure what she was going for but uh, I think eventually it clicked into place at least um so we shift into mirror time as we go to the next day and Tina and Rosé are talking about their change of heart about each other and what they've learned from each other and then Tina kind of fake flirts real flirts I don't know with Rose kind of leaning in it was kind of funny uh Nikki what'd you think about that
0: loved it <laughs> oh like Rose is irresistible like it's it was bound to happen Tina couldn't you know resist her charm for too long um that's not a couple though that I I'd, I'd <laughs> care to see
1: yeah. <laughs> also the I, way Tina was like powdering Rose's face was so i couldn't deal with it she's just like talking and she's like going like this and i'm like oh my gosh like you need to take a break like i am stressed out like i feel like rose was stressed out too she was like what is tina putting on my face that's
4: like, how tina does her <laughs> <I know.
0: laughs> rose knew the charcoal smudgy eye was coming and she was scared
1: oh, God! lord help her <laughs>
3: Jose was talking that whole time, too. And so all of that was just getting in her mouth as she was talking.
1: <laughs> yeah, so much powder just everywhere. Oh, my God. Bless her.
2: Uh, Literal clown makeup. <laughs> Um, and then we shift over to Olivia and Denali talking about how they channel the strong women in their lives when they do their drag. And I thought that was a really sweet moment. And as they told the judges, that was something they bonded over as well. Um, Chan, did you have any thoughts? It was cute, especially
1: because Denali, um, like the episode before, was saying that her parents hadn't seen her in drag. So it was nice to know that she can incorporate her mom into her drag, you know, even if she is not there yet to go and see her perform. So it was really sweet. I feel like if you're a drag queen, it's hard to not be inspired by like the women closest to you. So it was cute.
2: And then uh, we shift again to Simone and Utica as each pair got a bit of mirror time this time. And uh, they're talking about how they can be each other from a place of love, and not have to worry about being offensive due to the color of their different colors of their skin which was something that Utica appeared really anxious about. Um, So Maha, what what came to mind when you saw that?
4: I just think it's really nice that the season's really focusing on race and the disparities of being a white queer person and a queer person of color, and then a black queer person and how all their experiences differ and how they can relate to one another, but at the same time, um, there's still privilege there. And having those tough conversations, not just in the workroom, but like being able to broadcast that to the world, I think it's amazing. And I think it's much needed, especially with everything going on politically at the moment. So it was a very nice
2: moment. 100%. I could see how Utica would be worried maybe about having someone see something the wrong way. But at the same time, like you're with someone who's been making these statements and knows how to kind of craft it so that it's not going to be offensive so I feel like Utica was kind of a little over anxious when it came to that I
0: agree I feel like if Simone's telling you it's okay it's okay like but I I do appreciate that she was at least you know aware and conscious of that and I liked what Rue told her like if you're coming from a place of love you know then it's not it's not bad like you mean you mean well by it um I think she was over anxious but I mean I can understand why but yeah if someone says to go for it it's cool
2: and It's cool yeah exactly and our last pair Candy and Gottmik uh start talking about why Gottmik does her face the way she does uh using the more clown mask so she didn't look too womanly uh, Gottmik said she was trying to figure out who she was during her transition, worried about being feminine after her transition, and then realizing she can still be feminine and still be a guy at the same time. And she asked Candy where her confidence comes from, and Candy said it was resolving to change her feelings of self-hate for so long and learning to love her body, her mannerisms, her lisp, etc. And I thought that was just a really nice bonding moment between the two—a little humanizing moment for sure. Uh, Josh, what did you think about that?
3: Um, I thought it was a beautiful moment. There, there are two drag queens that are very—you know—you look at the way they walk down the runway, and they—they they appear to be very different. And then you, you know, you hear about where their drag comes from, and you know, uh, yeah, just what made them who they are as drag queens. And they're very similar. Um, they're both uh, creating this person that they their past has turned them into. They're, they're trying to be the, their best self and they're realizing that their best self is whoever they want to be. Um, and so, yeah, no, Gotmic realizing that, you know, being around other drag means realizing that whatever she wants to be, she can be, is something when she put it in her own words was just beautiful to hear.
2: Definitely, definitely. We love to see the acceptance and uh, Mm -hmm. just how everybody seems to be really bonding with each other and accepting of each other. Just knowing how it's been tough for Drag Race, especially like they haven't had a lot of trans queens or a lot of different types of queens on there. So now seeing a a bit of a difference and a bit of a mix is really nice. I really like how with Gottmik and her dialogue, it's
0: answering probably a lot of questions that people may have that they're either too embarrassed to ask or you know just wouldn't know um and so I think that that it's also like an educational kind of tool like you know you're you're hearing about these people's you know experiences their lived experiences and how you know how that transition would be for somebody who does drag you know like it's so I think it's also really beneficial that way to give people a bit of an education because you've had there have been a couple of trans queens on um like peppermint you just you know they're like oh she's a she's a trans woman and then that's it like there I'm sure there's some people who have questions and so I like how it's it's only it's because of Make too, because of the person she is, but I like how she's open. And I like how the producers have edited it in such a way that she's able to kind of share this with everybody else.
2: And finally, we get to our runway. I was kind of curious how they were gonna do this. I wasn't sure if they'd have them both look the same at the same time, but they just had it so that they'd made each other over and came out looking like their partner. Uh, We started with Rosé, who came out in like a 50s housewife look with some big puffy sleeves, big red hair, uh, Tina's signature, and then she reveals into a leopard leotard type thing, like a pinup, I guess, um, partway through. Um, In my opinion, Rosé looked a mess. Um, Shan, what did you think? Mm -hmm.
1: Well... Yes, she looked a mess, but, like, that's how Tina looks. So she did the challenge, in my opinion. Like, Tina looks like a mess all the time, and that's exactly how she looked. The way she walked down the runway was, like, quintessentially Tina. Like, she got it. I thought if that's the challenge, then, like, yes, you get a pass. Like, I don't know.
0: I didn't think that the outfit worked like when she first of all obviously her makeup was busted like it was terrible but when she came out on the runway I didn't think Tina Burner I thought of redacted that's who I initially thought of and I was like and then when she like did the reveal it was a little bit better but still I don't I feel like it would have been better if she'd gone with, like, the red, yellow, and orange, like, beating you over the head like Tina normally does. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of, like, where my issue with them being judged as a pair comes into it because that outfit and that makeup, Tina should have been in the bottom, too. We want to
4: tell Josh who Redacted is? Oh, yeah.
0: Redacted oh. is a Sherry Pie. Uh, yeah, we don't we don't say that name. <laughs>
3: you
1: may not be named
0: yeah yeah
3: i totally agree with that <laughs> Totally
2: agree. yeah i was surprised with the choice of outfit because like you said we've only seen tina in her signature colors and then the one challenge you actually want the signature colors you don't get them
0: my my thought behind that though is like maybe rose was like absolutely not i'm not wearing that like yeah. maybe this was rose being like this is the only thing in your closet
4: i will wear so well, when you go back to the workroom, she put her in that like oh. ugly ass, like flame throw her like gown. It was so bad. And Rose's like, get this fucking off of me right now.
0: Well, I loved how she was like, She's gonna put this on me, and I'm gonna have to lip sync in that. Like, Rose was like from the get-go, she's like, I'm gonna be in the bottom. <laughs> like, she was already, she already had that idea.
1: Well, here's the thing: like the potential for sabotage, like I'll talk about it a little later with Denali and Olivia, but if you're smart and you think, what if we are in the bottom two? Like, do you want the person you're lip syncing against to be in an outfit that they can lip sync in? No. So I feel like Tina maybe was like, I'll put her in an ugly outfit and then I'll look better than her.
4: T. didn't. That's T.
2: Just yeah. a thought
1: just a thought
2: I was maybe not something similar but I was thinking that Denali's that did look bulky be. when she was live sinking. but uh the second half of our pairing is Tina and like first look I thought she looked like rosé like she did a really good job um she had the signature rosé bright pink hair um a fun short little dress with like these pointy sleeves that had moving stuff i don't know how to describe it like porcupine sleeves i don't know what you want to call it um super cute i thought rose did a really fantastic job uh josh what do you think
3: i think this was the pair that really nailed the walk they they really like they came out if and they were each other um yeah i really like the outfit it's really something i could definitely see rose in um, to talk to uh, about the the outfit that Rosé almost wore, I, I just can't stop thinking about the fact that Nina was maybe trying to like get Rosé in that outfit so that she could beat her in a lip sync. That's really interesting. Um, but yeah, no, this going into this this challenge, I thought you know with them two being actors, I thought they were going this competition was or this challenge rather was theirs. Like I thought they had it in the bag. Um, yeah, but then I saw the runways, and I was just like, "Oh, it, it'll be safe." <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your actor's perspective, Josh.
3: <laughs> That's why you are on, isn't it? Yeah.
0: But Tina's mug has never looked better. Like, oh my god, she looked beautiful. Yeah, weird. <laughs> <laughs> like they were one saying, one you could see her face. eyes. I yeah. know. Yeah. yeah it's my so my boyfriend likes to make jokes about her makeup he he says that her lipstick just looks like she just goes like this (laughs) on and I'm like yeah she does that and then she does this with our eyeliner like it's just it's it's a mess always but anyways Rose made her look fabulous so
2: I found that with a couple of queens this time it's just like seeing someone else do their face and just knowing what they could be it's just like why don't you do this all the time
4: Olivia
2: looks so good but we'll get there yeah okay uh next we had GotMik come out and she was in like a short dress with a biker hat with a lot of flame details on the dress and the hat and Candy's like usual like little glasses um initially I didn't think of Candy when I saw this outfit it felt a little more generic to me um uh, Maha what did you think I agree with
4: the outfit but like she absolutely sold that as Candy. She did a great job of impersonating who Candy is and it's not hard to do so because Candy is literally like a caricature of herself but no Rose or sorry got Mick did a great job I think.
0: Yeah that outfit did not scream Candy to me at all. It was way too put together. There wasn't things hanging out. It wasn't a total mess. Like it,
1: well, <laughs> so Candy's- those aren't
0: her colors. Like it's just, it's not, it, it didn't give me Candy, but I agree. She, the attitude is there. She, she was Candy for sure.
1: Candy's just like never worn like a leotard. Like she's always in like kind of like a dress or something. So it didn't feel very Candy because we haven't seen her in like that silhouette before, mm-hmm. but I think because of like the weird situation they were in of like not being the same size at all, that they kind of just had to like use whatever outfit was easiest. So I don't know. I think I agree with Maha, like Mick absolutely sold it as Candy, but if I didn't know, I would think she was Tina Burner.
0: Yeah.
3: My favorite part about that couple was that, or uh, when they showed Mick in the workroom trying to, trying to be Candy and everyone just and Candy at one point was like all right I'm gonna go practice a lip sync song.
1: <laughs> 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 so, so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Gawmic is just so cute. Mm-hmm. Like I can't I just want to put her in my pocket.
4: But like it's similar to what we saw during that dancing challenge where she was struggling really bad in like the choreography stage but when it came to like the final performance she absolutely killed it so that's similar to what we saw here mm-hmm. like she she didn't have candy's walk down or like her attitude but when it came to the runway she killed it
2: and it's like Ruth it says to like when you're in the drag it kind of makes a difference as opposed to just like being in the workroom trying to do it right so that maybe was a case of that as well and uh next candy came out looking like her doppelganger Mick. Um, she had kind of like a conceptual black and white look going on with the exposed chest uh, Gottmik's clown face uh, neon hair and high socks it's kind of hard to not look like Gottmik just based on her style but uh, Nikki what'd you think I loved it I, I
0: think it was commented on I believe too that like Gottmik has created such a signature look for herself that there was no mistaking who that was supposed to be so she's done a fantastic job of doing that and I think that that's probably one of the best thing best things Candy's ever worn on that runway and of course it's not hers so
4: I was literally thinking the same thing I was like that's the best she's looked and she (laughs) She looked looked amazing yeah so I, I loved it I loved it. Also, love her comment about shaving her ass. It's for her, <laughs> did not need to know.
1: <laughs> I definitely missed that. So that's
4: nice. Uh, yeah.
1: Okay. Oh my god.
4: <laughs> it was a lot.
2: Um, next was Olivia. Denali put her in her ice princess realness look with her nice long ponytail. Um, Olivia just looked really angry. Like I've never known Denali to be like an angry walker down the runway. Um, but Josh, what did you think about that?
3: It's interesting you put it that way because Olivia Lux is just so happy all the time in every, every aspect of what she is in drag. And then for her, I, that was probably her interpretation of what someone that isn't happy is supposed to be she was going overboard like oh I'm gonna be super angry because that's what everyone else is right um no but when she she walked out I like I I saw Denali right away like it was like I'm pretty sure Denali's worn that same outfit earlier this season or something very similar to it Mm
0: -hmm. I think it was her entrance look I was gonna say the hair and makeup were her entrance look
3: yeah 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 um, but yeah, no. I, I right away I saw Denali.
2: Yeah, I think she got unfairly cast this round Denali because of the pairing system. Like, I think, like we said, there should have been other queens if they had been done individually. I think the bottom process could have been a little bit different.
1: I'm calling sabotage. I, I like. I'm sorry. I think I, Olivia. I saw, agree with you. <laughs> I think Olivia saw what the other pairs were doing and said, we're probably gonna be in the bottom. I'm gonna make her look like shit and I'm gonna win the lip sync. Like, absolutely. There's no way if she was actually trying her best, she would have put Denali in the outfit that she did. And to have Denali like try so hard and like put her in an outfit that was 100% Denali, like if you're judging, you should give the person credit that put the other person in a good look. So, this was a bunch of trash. The way she walked down the runway was like uncomfortable. It looked like she'd never worn heels in her life. And I'm like, you know how to walk in heels. Like you're, you're sabotaging this hundred percent.
0: Also that weird little ice skaty thing. Like it was, uh, like I, I know, like, I don't want to think that she sabotaged, but I just definitely think she didn't try as hard as she probably could have. I, I don't know. And that's probably just my Denali bias coming through, but yeah. No, but Olivia is kind of shady. She is. She's a diva. She's a shady diva. So honestly, I wouldn't put it past her. And like what she put Denali in like that hair that make like what like you've never seen her in that white <sighs> Olivia, I'm so mad at you.
1: <sighs> it's trash. It's all trash.
4: To Did someone come else. for you on Twitter, Nikki? Yeah. So I, so I, in,
0: if you know me on Twitter, I'm very expressive and I'm dramatic. <laughs> I, I am those you know? two things. No.
1: <laughs>
0: and so I said in all caps, I am fucking furious. And then my next tweet was in all caps, Olivia Lux, you are dead to me. And then some somebody like quote tweeted it and they're like it's just a competition sis and I'm like yeah I'm not being serious like chill but also Olivia Lux you are dead to me (laughs) 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 did my girl dirty (laughs) but I would like to add to this I read it today Olivia Lux had tweeted something out because I'm assuming a lot of people were in her mentions mentioning the outfit she put Denali in because they were like what the hell was that and apparently it did do a reveal to a leotard so it wasn't just that gown it could reveal and it was a leotard it was like her whatever that pink and yellow outfit wherever she wore that it was basically similar to that she said
1: why Denali
0: I don't know I don't know, but also you like gave them a church song to dance to.
4: Like, what were- <sighs> no, I didn't shave her ass, so she couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so mad about the
0: whole thing. Like it just, sorry.
3: <laughs> yeah, is it just me or is RuPaul's lip sync playlist gotten worse and worse as the-
0: It's so bad. Like very so bad. Terrible the uk
1: one especially has been absolute travel.
0: yes like what's all
1: the these power
2: ballads
0: like? What? they can't do anything they're just standing there
4: mouthing the words to a song like what are you supposed to do they want like a latrice royale like take me to church moment and they're not gonna get that again no yeah no
2: all right. Well, just to describe what Denali was wearing, uh, she had a sparkly dress, which is something kind of like what we've seen Olivia wear, but it's I wouldn't call it a signature for Olivia. Um, and she had like a red wig on, which is, again, not something we would normally see on Olivia. So it was, it was a questionable look for sure. Um, I know we see kind of Olivia as more like a, not regal, but you know what I mean? She kind of like, she's not goofy on the runway classy runway I guess I don't know something like that um but it just looked like it was weighing Denali down like am I alone in that Maha
4: sorry I was texting um (laughs) 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 you're not alone in that at all um I didn't really think about sabotage until now but like fucking sabotage
3: Yeah.
4: yeah that's not anything I would picture Olivia wearing unless it was, like, a regal sort of, like, gowns look, but still, and the hair, what the fuck was that? No, even the makeup, like, no, that's not what, like,
0: from top to bottom, that was a sabotage, like, that full-blown was a sabotage.
4: Yeah, makeup was really bad, like, the blending, and you know Olivia can do better, Mm -hmm. so.
1: Also, like, where the fuck was the tiny purse like that was the easiest thing you could have done was to give this bitch a tiny fucking purse and she's olivia lux instead she gave her like a huge like dead carcass hanging off of her (laughs) arm has olivia ever done that like it was all sabotage i'm sorry this is trash i'm calling i'm calling sabotage
0: i agree
2: Uh, Next we had Utica come down the runway wearing a tiger print like exaggerated suit with orange accents and a cool sculpted wig on her head and oh my god Utica could be so much better than what she is (laughs) look at what Simone did I know oh my god (laughs) yeah if
0: you just like stop acting goofy for 10 seconds and like just throw together a look look gorgeous gorgeous she looked amazing Simone did great unbelievable I was worried about that um duo though um just as far as like makeup was concerned because I didn't know like they're very two different ends of the spectrum so I was worried about contour and highlighting and how that would
4: look and I think they both nailed it they did such a great job
1: yeah I think so too
4: yeah, Josh and I were actually talking the other day about who Utica reminds him of from Canada's Drag Race. Oh, who?
3: Very much Jimbo.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Very much. Um, Jimbo was better. But uh, um, <laughs> yeah, no, side note, I was just thinking, um, did anyone see Shay Coulee post the picture of her and Simone in that outfit that Simone put Utica in? Yep. No.
1: It was iconic. Shay
0: posted this?
1: Yes, on her Instagram. Okay, It was so good.
3: I think Simone posted it and Shay retweeted it or something. Or reposted it.
2: Oh my god. I don't know. Look at these icons! I amazing. I
0: love it. That is amazing.
3: I'm glad we got to see Simone in that outfit.
1: Yeah. yeah, well, okay, so this was my other thought. They had to put the queens in something that they obviously brought to wear themselves. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to want to give them something that you wanted to wear really badly.
3: It's clear that Utica gave her worst outfit to her.
1: Yeah, what was that?
0: I liked it. I think it was better than the first thing that Simone tried the to put on. The first thing was insane! <laughs> Like, when she showed her, she's like, as soon as I saw the dental things on it, I was like, oh, girl, you are not going to put that in her mouth. And then she's like, yeah, no, you just put this in your mouth. And Simone's like.
1: (laughs) That is not COVID safe. Like,
0: like, no. She's going to be
2: walking down the runway drooling.
1: Also, you know. there's sabotage. Yeah, like, Utica's definitely put it in her mouth already to make sure it works. I don't care how hard you cleaned that. Like, that is not COVID safe whatsoever. Hard no.
0: Simone probably was like, are you trying to kill me? Like,
1: Hopefully we see that look a little later in the season.
0: You know, I think I'd be okay without seeing it.
2: (laughs) I don't know. I'm kind of curious now. (laughs) And our last girl to walk was Simone. Um, initially, like I said, I had no idea what was going on here. I just saw a big poncho thing that Simone was trying to navigate with her arms. And then she had some tights on that looked like muscles. And then I finally figured out, I put together all the stuff that Utica was saying in the workroom and saying that you're confined by your skin. So the poncho was your skin. And she was freeing herself by wearing the muscle thing underneath and still very Different, we'll say, but um, I at least i understood it after a couple watches. Uh, Josh, what did you think of that one?
3: Um, it it's interesting that it, she came out in that because when I first saw it in the workroom, like when Simone first tried it on, I was like, oh god, please don't, please don't make that happen on the runway. Right but it actually, like, I say it was the worst look, and I'm, I will like make fun of it all day, but I. I can see where, where she was coming from with this look. And I, her, like hearing her idea behind it. Um, and Simone worked it. Like Simone was Utica on that runway. Like she came out and even like when you saw them practicing before before the actual runway, like Simone was clearly studying Utica before this. Like with the way she was like moving the way she was like contorting herself and her walk it's very different from what we usually see from Simone and uh, I think clearly they were the strongest pair
0: yeah I think that that outfit is awful I think it's (laughs) terrible
3: but I tried. tried.
0: (laughs) like it if you have to if you have to use that many words to explain it then it's not good people shouldn't you shouldn't have to go through that to figure out what your look means but that said Simone worked it like it made total sense as soon as Simone walked down the runway you're like okay I get it this makes sense so yeah but I agree I think that those two were the strongest so
4: it was you to go walking down the runway and that's what the brief was that's what the challenge was and knock it out of the park she did
2: All right, so we come to the judging, and as we mentioned, the girls were judged in their pairs. I'd say pretty much everybody got positive reviews except for Olivia and Denali, so I think going into Untucked, we kind of figured who was going to be in the bottom, Uh, but before they go off the runway, Rue asks who should go home, the age-old question that she asks every season, and Olivia got the majority of the votes, Candy gets a vote, and Utica gets a vote. And Candy just has to have her moment in front of everybody. Surprise, surprise.
4: Uh, That's kind of shady. Because I feel like she shouldn't have been called out.
0: But I understand why Denali did. Yeah. But if I was Denali, I would say Olivia. I'd be like, this bitch. Look what she put me in.
4: No, <laughs> but like Candy Candy was right. And the fact that she and Got Gottmik had to do the most work out of any of yeah. the other pairs and they really did embody one another so
0: yeah yeah well Denali she went over it and untucked she just was like I couldn't say my partner even you could tell that's who she wanted to point the finger at so she said she said candy because candy is strong and could take it
4: well give it to Tina Burner then
0: yeah I mean I don't agree with it I don't think that she should have done that call out your partner just do it
1: (laughs) but yeah yeah. it might have even been like a stronger statement if like her own partner voted against them like maybe rue would have sent olivia home i don't know it's all very suspect
4: Yeah, but like you guys know how i feel about candy muse i hate candy muse (laughs) but like she deserved to stand up for herself in that moment Mm -hmm. because denali calling her out was bullshit I agree oh yeah no 100 i i if i was candy i
0: would have done the same thing i would have been like no you look what we did <laughs> like no
1: i also just loved candy's comment of being like i didn't know tina burner owned the rights to the color red orange yellow <laughs> yeah yeah
0: well if she had that it her cool. way she would
1: yeah <laughs> i liked that it was good we love a little drama
3: We've never seen it from Candy, like, on a runway. It's yeah,
1: like, in front of the judges. In front
3: of the judges, yeah, but I guess she just couldn't hold it back at that point, point. and good for her.
4: I respected it. I hate that Candy's growing on me.
0: <laughs> oh, she's not growing on me at all. Really? I think she was a waste of a double
4: Chante. Oh, oh, yeah, but...
1: still be true but i still think candy is good tv and i still think she has like some of the best sound bites of the season so i understand why she's still here even if i don't like her aesthetic
0: you know she's just like silky for me just hanging around way too long for my I like, liking.
1: I kind of liked Silky.
0: Oh <laughs> like, no, Chandler! Silky
3: was yeah, the God, worst. Was it was hilarious. awful. The
2: worst.
3: Uh, he was definitely around way too long, but
2: yeah. <laughs> and sorry, just seeing Candy still there, knowing she should have gone home, and now Denali is gone. Like
4: that, just ugh, no. Candy's gonna make top four because she's good TV, and they need that to bring in ratings that's just I,
0: I had a top four and rue should have went with that <laughs> my top four was fantastic
1: you can't always be right i'm so sorry no yeah. gonna
4: kill all stars though i know i
0: know she is gonna clean up in all stars
3: it's gonna be like shake walking into all stars like everyone knew she was gonna win yeah soon yeah
2: right so as mentioned denali and olivia are in the bottom and olivia wins the lip sync breaking hearts across the world (laughs) across Um, yeah (laughs) across this podcast and utica and simone end up winning the challenge which i think was well deserved they did really well Mm -hmm. but yeah can we just take a moment of silence for denali
1: i really thought the lip sync could go either way like i didn't even really think olivia did a good job considering she was in a much easier outfit to lip sync in and she kind of didn't know the words at the start which was also suspect so that was disappointing
3: (laughs) i remember yeah a couple of cut tos on olivia she wasn't singing yeah she her mouth was not moving
2: and they got all up in Tina's face about her not singing for two seconds at the end of the rusical, but Olivia can just not sing yeah. The yeah, whole so. parts of the song.
3: Exactly. It's
1: very suspect.
0: Rue is off her rocker.
1: Her she, judgment's been absolute trash.
0: Yeah, it's been terrible. And like, I know that she can obviously do whatever the hell she wants. It's her show, but like,
4: <laughs> come on. <sighs> Did you see the cuts to like Ms. Michelle Visage? She looked.
1: Michelle was pissed and i re- i was like good you know I miss- michelle's opinion over Rose, like a oh, thousand yeah. Ruse.
4: absolutely
0: yeah but anyways yeah
4: that was really sad nice. everyone's really sad this sucks
2: team rose all the way i'm,
0: simone. I'm, team I'm, simone. Simone. I'm sorry
2: simone
4: or rose i would be happy yeah, with, that, with those two yeah simone as well how about Chandler and Josh?
1: I I think, I can't remember exactly my top four, but I think I said it was gonna be Candy, Gaut, Mick, Rose, and Olivia. And I think I'm like pretty close on that.
3: Hold on, I wrote it down.
1: Oh, you did? Oh, she's got receipts. My copper corn, of course, I've
0: got receipts.
3: It's right in arm's length of where she is. Yeah. It's,
0: it's on my Pusheen calendar. How so cute! <laughs> So Chandler's top four was Simone, Gottmik, Olivia, Candy. Katie's was Denali, Simone, Gottmik, and Tina. Maha was Simone, Tina, Rosé, Gottmik. And then mine was Gottmik, Rosé, Simone, and Denali.
3: What about you, Josh? Um, My top four, do we want to talk about like my top four that I thought at the like the beginning of the season yeah that's what
1: that was and also now
3: okay my top four at the beginning of the season was going to be olivia simone rosé and denali my top four right now which has obviously changed um rosé uh I think Candy's going to be safe and safe her way all all to the final four, That's um, and Olivia. No, sorry, Simone. No, Simone. No, no, no. Sorry, Simone instead of Olivia. Yes, yeah, Simone. Instead. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I I
1: think Simone's. I think Simone or Gottmik is going to win.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think. Or, yeah
1: they might do like a double win no, like
0: that's bullshit that is bullshit
2: don't
1: but like, that. this whole judging has been bullshit which is why i think it's possible because like rue has such a crush on simone but like gotmik is also doing really well and like rose is in there too i don't know
0: well we'll have it's to good. see how the next challenge goes because gotmik didn't look like she's having a good time in that one
1: <laughs>
0: I don't think I saw the video. it's a it's the commercial one where they shoot a commercial for a product
4: and it's like soft drinks or something oh okay. yeah i still have ptsd over last season when jan went home did, did you see jan
2: did you out the photo of yeah. her and
4: denali saying
2: <laughs> yeah ah, oh my god i saw that and i was like it's my two babies <laughs> yeah. oh my god yeah, that was, yeah, that was bad. She can be the fourth member of Stephanie's child. There you go. Yeah, I'm sad I didn't have Rosé in the beginning. Um, She's definitely changed my mind since the first episode. I just thought she was kind of like lame at the start. I think it was the like the joke about her teeth or... I don't remember what it was, but I just, I I didn't glom onto her right away, but I really like her now. So. I,
0: for Rosé, I liked her before the season started, because, like, I knew of her work Yeah. prior. So, yeah, I was a big fan already. When I just
1: the... thought she was going to get the Jan treatment, so I was like, oh, there's no way the judges are going to bring her to top four, but I think they might now, so that's very exciting.
3: When the, uh, when the season started... Um, First of all it's been a weird season the entire season but when it started with um when everyone had to lip sync like right off the bat and we weren't sure like what the twist like is this the twist is there going to be a second twist i thought the twist was going to be everyone that got the pork chop were actually the winners like i
1: thought
2: oh, that,
3: i thought that was going to be the twist in the next episode it was like rose was in there denali was in there
2: See, that's something like what I said, because I thought it was like Rue was trying to make teams for some reason. Yeah. Like I thought she was trying to split them up evenly somehow or something. Like, it just didn't make sense.
1: Mm-hmm. It's all production. Like Denali did not lose that lip sync. No. I'm sorry. She did not. <laughs> oh,
2: fuck yourself. She did a split in skates. Like, no. All right, let's dig into Untucked. Uh, We start with the girls apologizing to Olivia for saying her name after Rue's question. Uh, They discuss Rue's question, and Olivia said that she had made a vow to herself not to say her own name on the show, knowing she did a bad job, so that just made me even more angry. (laughs) What
0: What the hell does that even mean? I'm sorry. When she said that, I was like, I vowed to myself I wouldn't say my own name. Well, no, no one says their own name. You're not Ben de la Creme.
1: Like, I was like, well, some people do say their own name.
0: Yeah, but like Ben had that in the bag. She knew. She just didn't want to be crowned the all-star queen. So she, she let it go. But I don't know. Like, I think she was being dramatic because I feel like she probably had an idea that people were not going to be very happy with her about that situation. Again, this is coming from a place of a total Denali bias. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, we acknowledge our biases. It's fine. Yeah.
2: Well, I just think it sucks because it just left Denali out to dry, kind of. Like she was feeling bad and guilty for everything that happened. And Olivia kind of knew that well, she should go home. And she- part
0: of that's on Denali, though. Denali should have had a bit of a spine and said, Really, partner? Really? Like, yeah. I don't know. I would have. If my partner had done that to me, I would have been like, this sucks. I thought we were better friends than this. Like, like look at Lawrence Cheney, She flipped shit because Ellie put her in a weird rotation for the comedy challenge. Like, Denali had right and reason to say something to Olivia, and I feel like she should have.
3: Have so many. I have so many thoughts about that, Lawrence
0: Cheney. you
1: too. we've a whole on that, to be honest. Just give it on. Oh my We should do. We really should do like a Drag Race UK finale like special because, like, I have had so many opinions about it.
0: Right. I agree. I think that'd be great. Not any. But sorry, I don't even know if I answered your question, Katie.
1: <laughs> oh, I think you did. Probably
2: fine. We got it. Okay. We got it. Yeah, I just felt bad that Denali was feeling so bad and guilty. Like, like you said, she could have spoken up and probably should have because it was on the pair. Like, they could have guessed it was going to be judging in pairs. But at the same time, it's like Olivia could have tried a little harder. I don't know. I well,
0: like Tina said, she's a shady diva. Jeez. And like that shit was in full display this episode. I think. I don't what a one eighty! He was so mis-
2: innocent at the beginning. Like,
0: uh, I don't know. The whole time she was like sitting there crying on the couch. I was just like,
2: <laughs> I just don't like her. I, I don't, don't either.
0: Like I don't like her. I, I think she's so <laughs> fake. But
1: I'm so over it. I don't find her drag interesting either. Like she hasn't really worn one thing where I'm like, okay, this is cool. Like. I don't know I'm just not her biggest fan
0: I like her aesthetic like I like how some of the stuff is like early 50s kind of Hollywood glamour sort of like like, like stuff just
4: looks cheap
0: well that's her that's like who she has making it and whatever I mean the the look I get it like I I get her style but
4: I just um, is she still like Miss Congeniality for us or She's not no. mine. No. <laughs> she was at the beginning when we like first spoke about it. We're yeah. like, we love her. She's so nice.
1: Well, I thought she was going to be, and now I'm like, I don't know. I'm just not about it. I'd I say Denali
2: would be yeah. Miss Congeniality, now, wouldn't you think?
4: Yeah, Denali. Tamisha uh, Jamon. Yeah,
2: yeah, she went
1: too early though. Usually Miss Congeniality makes. Yeah. It. Yeah,
0: I feel like she was, yeah, gone too soon
4: for that to be fair like, enough. And Tamisha did start some drama, so. she did. She
1: literally did candies. <laughs> you can place her on the room. workroom. <laughs> oh man, my boyfriend, like to this day, will like imitate Tamisha, being like, oh, like it's his favorite <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. It's so I'm good.
0: <laughs> Mine, I like to. I often, I'm like, I said what I said, like, and that. <laughs> when, when I get back to work, I'm probably gonna say that at some point to somebody and they're gonna be like, what? And I'm like, <laughs> oops. Oh, okay.
2: And then the girls oh, move on true. to, oh, oh. Sorry. Uh-huh.
4: sorry. Sorry, that was me. No, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, go for it.
4: Honestly, I don't even remember what I was gonna say. <laughs>
2: Something about a tweet. Uh, oh, I saw
4: a tweet saying that they should teach what Tamisha Iman said in acting classes. So I wanted to know what Josh thought of that.
3: <laughs> this is the reason why you guys have me on the spot.
4: Oh yeah. We need your after input.
1: Like yeah. we need a professional's opinion.
3: Uh the whole like I said what I said. Um that could be the new Tamisha Iman acting technique. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just go out there. that's what you can tell, you know, actors before doing a show or before doing a scene. Go out there and say what you say.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. I love that. I'm gonna coin it.
2: Thanks,
3: Mark. <laughs> I got you. I got
2: you. Uh, and then we shift to Simone and Utica talking about how the challenge changed their perspective on their dragon of each other and what they learned. And then Utica says she hides behind being goofy, like the most Duh. obvious thing of the century. Like, hello. We all knew that. Josh, did you have any thoughts on that?
3: <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. It's one of those moments where you know she says it and everyone else is like, what no? <laughs> That's not true. But everyone's like, yeah, of course. And you know the judges call it out every every competition, every runway. Is that like, I don't know, if she, she I don't know if she just gets in her head. Like, obviously we saw it with the whole Bob Ross snatch game thing. Like, she was completely you know in her head the whole time, and what came out was just ridiculous. I can't believe she didn't go home that week. Um, but right. but yeah.
2: And she thought she was being funny. She's like, oh, I thought I did well. Like, I don't know if anyone else <laughs> thought I was funny, but I thought I did okay. It's like. Read
1: the room.
0: <laughs> yeah, her bossy Rossy thing, how she was like, I'm a scene stealer and I do so great at improv. And it was just like, that's your idea of good improv? That was horrible. Like, I, I did drama in grade eight for one semester and like, I know that I'm better at improv than that. (laughs) It's terrible. So I don't know. I feel like there's a level of delusion there where she thinks she's at to where she actually is at. And then, yeah, I also think that like, obviously you're you're not shocking anyone when you're like, I use goofiness to hide my insecurities. It's like, yeah, we know. But I also, was it last episode? But the episode before Rose touched on it that like at dinner one night she brought out a binder of insults and just wow. like started reading them off to people and I feel like there's a part of her that's like slightly a bit vindictive but like she doesn't even recognize that she is. I don't know I don't know I just feel like the way that she acts sometimes is a little little sus to me.
1: <laughs> I just hope that getting a good critique this week and winning the challenge will help her realize like oh they like me on the runway when I'm a little more toned down you know
0: well I and, don't think they've ever said that to her to her face which is,
1: like, do the girl a favor and tell her she's acting ridiculous because it's embarrassing
2: at this point yeah I can't believe Michelle hasn't like seriously yeah. where where has the the judging gone like it's just Does completely different now
1: so nice and I'm like who the fuck do you think you are Michelle when she was complimenting Elliot's look last week like have you been possessed (laughs) that outfit was horrible and to have Michelle be like oh yeah like I kind of like it okay
2: the way you fucking say words sometimes just (laughs) destroys me I can't
0: say, I can't believe that I'm even saying this, but yeah, I'm like wishing that the critiques were a bit harsher. Like, who am I? Why am I this way? But
1: she must have gotten in trouble or something. She's been unusually nice this season, and that's not what I'm here for.
0: I don't know. I'm sure some people have probably said something, and she's probably just making an effort to be a bit nicer because I'm sure not everyone can handle it, right?
2: you know what you're expecting when you come on drag race like yeah I think they have to judge you
0: yeah but like they're also doing this during COVID like this is a completely different planet that they're doing it on They're you're already extremely isolated as it is so the last thing you need is Michelle Visage reading you to fucking filth about your blending or your contour so I feel like that's probably also part of it
2: but they're usually pretty isolated anyway. They don't let them go do things, right?
0: Yeah, but like when they go back to the hotel, they go back to their hotel room. They're not allowed to like hang around no, with each fair. other. Whereas in the past you would be able to. So it's... Yeah.
4: Are you sure? Like didn't they go to dinner together? I don't.
0: I don't understand the dinner situation, but from what I understand about their living situation is they are not supposed to be mingling
4: outside of the hotel rooms, but I could be wrong why not? If they're if they all isolated, yeah, for fourteen days, and then they're all like touching each other and like making yeah. each other over,
1: yeah, yeah.
4: I don't know. The info I had could be wrong too. So
1: none of us watched the COVID specials. <laughs> I did, and
4: you actually, it was wrong? very insightful. Oh, oh okay. Can you give us a little bit, some tidbits? Is it here?
1: worth it? Yeah.
4: I don't know. I thought
0: it was interesting. I thought it was kind of neat because you kind of see how they do like how the queens are from like walking from their trailers or where they're getting ready in hotels and walking to the runway and how they have to like wear protection and everything to do that and just the steps that are involved with a day of filming so I mean but I am a nerd and I find that stuff interesting um it didn't add anything to the season but I just thought it was neat it kind of gives you an inside look as has to like the situation of how isolating it is for them so yeah
1: I could see that
2: and then we move to back to Olivia who's crying saying her goodbyes doing all this because she says she might not get another chance which made me really upset knowing how things turned out she was she looked like she was ready to go home Chan like am I crazy
1: no she did she for the first like 15 minutes of untucked she didn't even say anything and they kept cutting to her and she just was very quiet while everyone was talking like she looked very checked out to me so I don't know I don't know what was going through her head but I just don't really have the time of day for her at this point
2: yeah I'm definitely over the crying and the the fits if she's not in the top or like it's it's just too up and down it's a roller coaster
0: I think like once you've you've been in the top and you've had those really good critiques, being anywhere less than that is just really disheartening. So I can, like, I know I would be super pissed off if that was me and I'd be a mopey bitch. Because <laughs> I'm like, why am I not in the top? So I, I kind of get where she's coming from, but I just don't.
2: Mm. But she knew she did a bad job. Like, yeah. why are you crying over it? I don't know.
1: Well, she also has just been like so condescending to everyone else every time she's been in the top. Like whenever she's in the top or did well and then they're in untouched, she's always like, oh, it just feels so good. Like I can't believe I'm in the top again. Denali, how does it feel to be in the bottom again? Like go fuck yourself.
0: Like,
1: Yeah, like, like what do you think it feels like? So like I don't really have sympathy for her. I'm like, you're lucky that no one's like bothering you like you bother them when they're in the bottom like i don't know she's just kind of shady I'm not into it she's a pisces hmm. interesting hmm. i know
3: one of the sorry <laughs> one of the things that broke my heart was um denali's talking head where she said I'm in the bottom. Like, I am have to lip sync for my life because of something my partner did.
1: Yes. yes. That is fucked up. That's so unfair.
0: I think that was the moment that my heart was ripped out of my chest. <laughs> That's so, I felt so bad for her because, like, you literally can't do anything about it. Like,
1: It should have been judged as how you did on the other person. Like, it's not your fault if your partner put you in a shit outfit and didn't do your makeup well. Like,
0: should have been Olivia and Tina Burner
2: in the bottom too. 100%. Yeah. And then the latter half of Untuck starts with a video message from Candy Muse's mom who looks more like her sister. Holy cow. Um, that was just super emotional and just knowing what they've gone through now that the show is airing. It was just a super sweet moment. Maha,
4: what did you think? You didn't watch Untucked. <laughs> oh, dang.
0: You didn't really miss much. So, like, it's okay.
4: So like cut, you can cut this out. Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Who did watch Untucked? Josh, did you want to comment?
3: I did not watch
2: Untucked. Oh, watched oh it. My God.
0: I watched know.
1: it. It was fine. It wasn't great.
0: It wasn't. is was nothing special that was added you know, no added value there, but it was nice to see Candy, you know, have a moment with her mom. It was really sweet because you can tell that her and her mom have been through a lot together and they're like best friends. Her mom is only 17 years older than her, so her mom was really young when she had her, Um, but yeah, it was nice to see that her kind of have that moment, Um, but yeah, the rest of it was just really annoying because it was Denali just talking about how she just wanted everybody's respect, and now she's gonna have to lip sync because her partner was a dink. <laughs> he didn't say that word.
1: <laughs> but it fits. But
2: it fits.
3: Yeah. But but yeah. Fits.
2: Exactly.
1: Yeah, the thing we've been talked to is like you have to watch like seven episodes to get one that's worth it, and so half the time you're just like, okay, <laughs> cool
0: i find with this season most of the girls get along quite well and i think just because of this like the global circumstance they're all friends rather than you know kind of frenemies in a competition so there's not that drama there like the conflict you know they're they're all just like there for each other kind of thing i mean yeah they're there for competition but they're also the closest people they have right now to hang out with so it's i think the dynamics a bit different so in this as far as like is concerned huh
4: just a few weeks just rewind a few weeks to like to me Mon versus candy yeah, <laughs> like how that, good that was yeah yeah so i mean there is a little bit of animosity and drama and like i think that was one of the best untucks since well, that's like, what
1: i'm saying that was like one out of like eight untucks that we've had that was good
0: i feel bad asking for drama
3: <laughs> there's a lot of drama on the uk this
2: season
0: that's true uh-huh. it's, it's quite true
2: and untucked wraps up with denali walking in after her elimination uh, she honestly seems okay i don't know if it's a front or whatever um i think maybe now that the pressure's off she almost feels better now that it's just kind of official and she's done because i really don't think ru saw her properly like the way she needed to be seen um yeah it was just sad to see that she'd kind of accepted it
3: i think denali seems okay because she knows she's going to come back and win all stars
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs) great yeah Yeah, that's my next note it's like she better be on all stars with tamisha oh yeah i'm ready
1: yes
3: Gigi good is sitting there waiting as well
2: oh yeah
1: oh i hate Gigi what
4: whoa yeah.
1: yeah hot take I am not a fan
2: wow I
4: she's like, explain.
1: Okay, okay I will <laughs> she is like I really liked her to start but she's a very like privileged white man whose mom makes all his outfits mm-hmm. and it's like a very like traditionally handsome skinny man and I'm like that ain't it not enough and she would just like complain about the dumbest things and I was like no I, I was not a fan did not like you know it. what
4: I can I can agree with that especially I'm re season 12 and the politics episode and her saying she's not into politics just very came off very like privileged
1: she doesn't have to be
4: yeah she doesn't yeah. need to worry about it yeah
1: yeah not a fan not for me
4: I can sympathize with you, Chan there. I just love her aesthetic. I was just gonna say, I as a person,
0: yeah, meh, she's all right. But I really love her looks and the work that she does with them. They're absolutely fantastic. But yeah, that's because it comes from a place of privilege like, Obviously, your mom's a costume designer and you know, you were raised with the support of that mother and you know all that stuff
1: that's my hot take for the night i'll relax
2: (laughs) need like a little sound effect or something
1: yeah we need to get the rattlesnakes and shit
2: (laughs) (laughs) all right and then we get our preview of next week which is the girls making commercials for their own pop or soda they call it in the commercial um I've never really been a fan of these, make your own product challenge. Cause some of the girls go like conceptual. Some of them go literal. Like, I'm not really sure what the judges are really looking for here. Like, I guess just a laugh. Um, Josh, what do you think? You're the actor.
3: <laughs> Again, the reason you guys have. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I did uh, that on purpose this time.
3: <laughs> I, I'm always wary about like, like watching the preview for the next episode. Cause it's not always who you think is going to be in the bottom. So I don't necessarily know if Gottmik is the one that's going to be doing terribly. Even though in the preview, obviously, you can tell that it's Gottmik that's, or that's what at least they're leading you on. Mm -hmm. to. Um, I just like knowing how well Gottmik has done in like the acting challenges that they've had so far. I don't see her being bad in this. But yeah, again. like you said, I, I'm not really sure what the judges are looking for in this challenge. Um, it, it's, it's always different um, depending on how they're feeling with that specific person. So it's all like subjective, I guess.
2: Girls, thoughts?
0: These, I, this challenge, I am always so lost on. I've never able to gauge like who, unless someone bombs like I'm always kind of off with them so I don't know we'll see I think that um I'm interested to see how Utica does
2: this might be the the dagger that, that gets her
0: it will it will either be really great or it'll be terrible one of the two but I'm interested to see how she does
1: yeah I think it'll be too much I think she'll just try too hard she'll like pull a Jan and just like do too much i think i think rosé would do really well in this challenge she's very witty
3: mm-hmm. i
1: don't know tina maybe could do good but tina's been like i think, in her
4: head. I think tina's gonna struggle because tina gets in tina's head yeah and she overthinks things and i think that's gonna be her downfall in this challenge yeah. that is my hot take
3: you heard it here first
2: (laughs) (laughs) and that's all for this week uh thanks everybody for joining thank you to our special guest josh for coming in and giving us the actor's opinion on things (laughs) thank
3: you guys so much for having me this was so much fun um you guys are amazing
2: and you're welcome back anytime um for everyone listening thanks for tuning in like subscribe buy some stickers we've got new willie style stickers thanks to maha's initiative there mm-hmm. our willie style stickers and pisces king stickers are raising money towards bwss please buy some stickers help us donate for these great causes and we'll see you next week bye